live to tape from Hitchhiker Brewing in Sharpsburg, Pennsylvania. This is Houndsy, the Steel Army podcast. With the season only days away, it's time for hot takes and bad predictions. With me tonight to show how little we know about the 2023 campaign, we have Storino, man. Uh, Happy New Year, Storino. How are you doing? Happy New Year to you too, man. I don't know uh, quite what to do with my hands here. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good night. I'm excited for this, and I'm just going to stare at Vesti the whole time, so I'm looking at the microphone. Nice. It's uh, our first time actually recording with people in the, in the room together. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm having an Arsenal cider, even though we're at Hitchhikers, but their cider's tasty, so I just they, figured I'd switch it up. They're happy with it. They sold you the beer. They're yeah, good with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, to my left and further down the table, Vesti, uh, we've been wanting to do this for a while, man. Finally make it happen. Yeah, I'm excited. Although, I was thinking on the way over here that uh, whenever I sprout off some random bullshit, it's going to be really weird having to stare somebody down while I do it. Especially Serena, because I think we, we've agreed that we're just going to lock eyes all night. Absolutely. Because when, when we record for behind the scenes, we, we don't have our cameras on, so we're just looking at a, at a blank a monitor for the most part, so now actually having eye contact is i got to work on my weird. poker face, so I don't have this like, dumb grin on my face See how I'm saying something dumb. <laughs> They're all dumb things we could say. Uh, also here, also with a with a smaller glass. I think she also went, also went cider. Ariana, I did, I did. Um, Arsenal is always my go-to. Anytime um, I'm in a bar and I see Arsenal, I have to, I have to get it. Um, another Pittsburgh brand, so got a rep. Nice. Pittsburgh. Are you excited uh, to be out here on a, on a drinking on a Tuesday night at a bar? What are I we? am. It, it's it's a strange experience. Uh, I've never, including in my college years, I don't think I've ever been to a bar on a Tuesday. Um, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, but never on a Tuesday. We're here at a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, that, that pen you heard tapping in the background, that belonged to Yak. <laughs> Yak, how are you and your pen doing? You could finally take my mugshot off of the missing person's milk carton. I'm finally back. Yeah, you've been busy. You, well, you've been, you're, you're like, you get neck deep into uh, all things uh, Dukes. Yeah, the winter is hardcore college basketball season, so I have been uh, away from the pod. How, how have the Dukes made you feel lately? <laughs> up and down, but remaining hopeful, nice. I think. I mean, season's not over yet. It's, it's the just keep winning games and you're good. Conference tourney time, baby. Yeah. What are you drinking? This is this is Hitchhiker's All Orange because I love this place because of how many ciders they have, and that is my go-to shit. Beautiful. Oh, I forgot to ask uh, uh, Vesti what he's drinking. I feel like... Uh, I got the Magic West, which is a West Coast IPA. Uh, I, I seem to be one of the few people who actually like West Coast IPAs, so I always get it whenever I can. I like West Coast IPAs. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a if it's a Tuesday night beer for me, but it really fell out of style. Like they were the the rage when craft beer started, and they never got into other stuff. So they're they're hard to find these days. I think that's true. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, the uh, bane of existence. Uh, just the single IPA. I didn't go double or triple again. It's a it's a Tuesday. Uh, but uh, a third of a, of a way through a beer, I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to. Uh, while other people are talking, slip away and grab another beer at some point. But uh, that is for for some time later on in the next hour, hour and a half, however long this takes. Uh, ladies and gents, uh, sent you 17 questions the other day. We're going to do our best to have absolutely terrible takes and predictions and all this good shit. 
uh, I'll lead us off here. It's a question we asked on this show last year, and it was kind of a throwaway question, and it turned out to be very, very uh, prophetic uh, on the year. It's because the Hounds only had one effing PK last year. So I'll ask the question again this year. The Hounds, 2023, more penalties awarded or conceded? Yak, what do you say? The law of averages tells me we're going to get more this year. It's going to rebound. It's going to be a perfectly normal, fine, positive number. What? Uh, anything that makes you actually believe that, or are you just no? This is based off no data and no idea how the forwards are going to adapt their playing styles to actually draw more fouls. Fouls, just in the gut. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Uh, Vesti, what say you? Uh, I am going with conceded. Uh, be, mainly because I don't know if we have a professional foul taker like a DeSantos. Um, so I, until I get a better look at the forwards, because I, have, I haven't been any preseason games this year, I don't know who's going to draw penalties. So I'm going to say we're going to give some up. Fair. Yeah, it's not knowing, not knowing who's the who's the big foul drawer this year. Uh, Ariana, you've, you've actually been a, a good uh, podcaster and have seen some preseason games. Uh, where's your head at on this? Um, I'm going to have to go with Vesti and say we're definitely going to concede a lot this season. We have already this season conceded three to awarded one. So if preseason is any indication, um, I have a feeling... We'll have one person who, we have one person who was a heavy hitter last year, the only person on our squad who was out on, or would have been out on, yellow card suspension, Arturo Ordonez. Um, and he's back, so, and has already <laughs> drawn a penalty, so, a uh, yellow card. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean towards conceded only... Because that's that's what I've seen so far. I like it. Uh, I just feel like the, the defense has to be better, and if the defense is better, then we're going to concede less. Because uh, it seems like a lot of the penalties we gave up last year was just by way of uh, bad marking, letting guys get free on the box, and then someone's uh, a weight just being kind of shit as a, as a rookie early on in the year. So I'll be optimistic. I'll say we're going to be awarded more this year, uh, but I say it uh, more hopeful than, than certain. Storino. I'm going to go conceded. And reason being, I think just because this team's going to be a lot younger this year, I think mistakes are going to happen early on, and I think a lot of conceded penalties are going to be the result of that. Um, ideally, those guys gel a little bit later on in the season, but... I think early on we're going to have some kinks to work out and it's going to be leading us to a lot of conceded moves or penalties I'm sorry. Um, that said I think let's see here going to the next question on our sheet let's go with how many different players will score this season that's question 16 on the sheet and I think last year I went pretty high with like an 11 or a 12 I'm going with 9 this year um, no rhyme or reason. I just kind of went through the sheet and uh, decided that nine was my number. <laughs> That's where I stopped. Do you remember how many we um, had last year? 
How many? How many different? I don't scores. know that I know that answer offhand. At least I could probably look it up on uh, Foot Mob. I'm but, fairly. Uh, I want to say it was either 11 or 12. Yeah, I. I actually think, ironically, I was close. I know. I think Vesti and Yost were pretty low, if I remember correctly, and I think. Logan threw it up in like 15 or something like that, if I remember correctly. He was super optimistic about the yeah, offense. Yeah, I was off. I think actually it fell between me and Vesti. I think Vesti was 10, I was 12, and it was 11 or something like that. 11 sounds maybe. familiar. But Vesti, uh, what's your take? What do you think? Um, so I was trying to do some quick averages earlier today, and I already forget what I was coming up with. Barely remember what I said on a podcast a week later. So I like... I'm going to go double digits, but I don't want to do a 10. That feels a little too round, so I'm going to go with 11. Kind of the opposite Price is Right style here. What are you, Yak? I'll do 11 with yeah. three different defenders bagging at least one goal. Some kind of header, some kind of big banger from outside the ATM. Go with three unique defenders. What defenders you got? I mean, de- coming de- to mind, or you're just saying three defenders? Definitely is your... Ortoro and definitely Dos Santos. And then I'm going to assume Joe Farrell, big bulky, is going to get something dirty in the corner, on a, off a corner kick or something. Yeah, Joe Farrell, I checked him out, I think, last year. He had nine total goals, if I remember correctly, looking at his wiki page. So he was definitely down for a goal for me, for sure. He's probably my favorite not-hounds-returner signing. I agree, 100%. Ari, what you got? Well, I have absolutely no context to this number, so I threw caution to the wind and said 15. Holy shit. Hello, Logan. Because I'm here for it. I I concur with you, Yak, that we're going to get a couple defenders scoring at least one apiece. Um, And I have have high hopes for our our new guys. it's a really, really nice set of new signees, um, and a lot of them have are already goal scorers in the preseason. So I'm excited to see how they go. So I'm throwing caution to the wind. Fifteen. Yost. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going high too. I think it's going to be a lot of people bagging one or two. You know, I don't. I, and kind of the same things everyone else here is saying. I like. We got some size in the back line. We got some some tall dudes with some meaty foreheads to fucking put some corners in, make all these corners, you know, goals and shit. Uh, like I, Farrell's good for a goal, easily. Uh, uh, easily. Hogan's good for a goal, easily. Or, Ordonez is good for a goal, absolutely. Um, we had fourteen goal scorers last year. Was it fourteen last year? Wow. Huh. I guess maybe Logan was close. Logan definitely had 15. I'm pretty confident of that. I mean, and that's I'm not even counting the Open Cup. This is just the regular Well, that doesn't totals. help us at all because there was one Open Cup score and he also scored in the regular season. So 15. So 15. Yeah. All right, so uh, defenders are scoring some goals. Uh, my fear is actually kind of the midfield is going to be more, more setting up the forwards and not doing a ton. You know... It's gonna sound weird based on some of these other questions we have later, but like Mertz, I'm not, I'm not like certain Mertz is not catching goal. He might be good for eight, nine assists, but I'm not, not guaranteeing it. Uh, but a lot more scoring from the defense. 
you got five forwards. Let's say four of them get regular minutes. That's that's four guys scoring there, and you you throw in a couple midfielders, but not all of them. I, I'll go with the the nice round ten. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, it goes with the me for the uh, for the next question here. Oh, another. Okay. We have one every year. We had probably a couple last year. What is going to be this year's really bad home loss? Um, I mean, I think last year we could probably chalk it up to it's going to be the batteries, like because it was the, it was the bad loss home and away. But that was also a game where we just, everyone was flat. Um, I don't think they're going to be good this year even though they are no longer shackled to, to D.C. United. Uh, they're probably going to be anchored to the bottom of the table in the East. But I'll take our bad, we overlook them, uh, shit home loss will be to Lowry. Serino, what say you? I'm going RGV. Uh, we play them at home on April 15th, and I think Cheetah, for whatever reason, is just going to come in and you know manhandle us and... That's usually a game where Cheetah seems to step up and just kind of prove Bob that, hey, you, you kind of skipped out on me. You should have kept me around. And he always seems to have a point to prove when he plays against the Hounds. So I think Cheetah's going to step up. RGV is going to kick our ass April 15th at home. It's kind of a bummer, too, because i got a friend coming in from out of town for that game. So he's going to see a pretty bad loss. Shout out to Jeff Philly. What up, Jeff? Already got him lined up a month in advance. Yeah, well absolutely, yeah. I, I, uh, he told me he was going to be in town, and I told him the only way we'd hang out is if uh, he went to the Hounds game with me. Um, and since he has no pregnant wife or kid coming with him, he's game. So we're going to be tailgating for a while. It's going to be a good time. Uh, let's go with Yak. Yak, what are you thinking on this one? September 23rd, a home visit from New Mexico. Um, they're usually like kind of average, and I rate us getting a lot of wins against teams that have to travel far distances and we're gearing up for the end of the season I think it's going to be really aggravating that we blow this game somehow and lose by a couple goals in this road to the uh, end of the regular season Vesti So I think I, I missed the, the home part of this question but uh I have two two answers: a realistic answer, and then like the the uh, the one I don't want to happen, but I feel like it could. So realistically, I feel like the away trip to Colorado could get bad. Time zone, uh, elevation. That's at the start or the middle of like the weird one of those weird like East Coast, West Coast, East Coast yeah, trips. Yeah, bouncing back and forth. That yeah. Time. Yep. And um, I think they're still good. I don't. Think, I don't remember if they lost a lot of players or not. No, but, they keep uh, selling. They, they keep selling players, and then they still seem to do all right. Yeah, but so they I, sell them right for the playoff start, so that doesn't help us in the middle of the season. Yeah. So I, I feel like when we go to the west west coast, and I know it's not completely west coast, but things tend to go sideways out there. Um, but I think what that's like the the that's the realistic. If we lose, it's kind of like whatever. But like the, the the emotional like bad loss is I think we're gonna we're gonna drop a game to Hartford. Oh, I think fuck. they're due. Oh no, they're due. <laughs> Don't say that. They're frauds, but they're due. <laughs> fuck. And potentially, it, um, right around the same time that call or we have a, like a road trip back and forth, back and forth, and they they fall into one of those as well. So tired legs, bad loss. Has Hartford still only beaten us the one time? 
Yes, and that, it ended up being a very important that divisional game in the COVID year. Yes, okay. correct. And that was right after they got that that dumb fluky ass goal that basically bounced off someone's back and end that that propelled them above us on the table. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a shitty like three weeks. Now. Give us a, a better one than Hartford, Ariana. <laughs> well, uh, mine mine hurts me to say. Uh, I think it's going to be Sacramento. Uh, we lost a lot of our players this year to, or last year to Sacramento. Uh, I have a feeling that they're they're they've built an, an incredible team. So um, I definitely think that when they come to visit us uh, July eighth, it's it's that one might be a tough one. It'll be a tough one because I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose bad, and I think we're going to lose. We'll be losing to our former players, which I think will hurt more than. Just a random team. I agree. Uh, Before you go to the next question, I, I want to point out that no former hound scored on us last year, and that felt really, really good because I was waiting for that shoe to drop. And it was I think Cheetah had a couple chances, though, right? When he came, there was a couple people had looks, but nothing, nothing. No one popped in a goal against us, I, you know. Uh, and this year, I mean. Fucking Romeo Parks gonna have a look at us. Nico Brexton gonna have two looks at us again this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like the chance of it happening is much higher, especially because uh, we're playing the West Coast teams. Or we're playing everybody. So yeah. we, we, we don't get the. Uh, Just avoid get, some get players. The pass by not playing the West Coast. But it felt really good not to have that happen. Um, just point it out there. Sorry, go on. That's all right. Um. Well, I'll just pop then to the next question on our list. Um, the other side of that, uh, our annual surprise road win. Um, I'll start it out. Uh, I think uh, Charleston will be our, we're going to not only win, but we'll win big in Charleston. I'm really hopeful of that because I'm hoping I can travel to that game. Um, that is, uh, I have the date. July 22nd. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping for that, and uh, it'll feel good to beat to beat Charleston, as it always does. Yeah, on the road. especially after last year, because that yeah. was that was some bullshit. It was, it was brutal last year, so I, I think that's going to be our our big one this year. Um, pop over to Yak. What do you think? We are going to win at Detroit. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Stevie? I'm going to go give a shout-out to Seth. Uh, Monterey Bay or whatever, they're going to definitely get their ass kicked when we visit them. Um, I know that they kind of squatted up a little bit, too. Took Alex Dixon from us. They got three former hounds now over there. Yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to pull up. They got Hugh Roberts as well. I thought that was another one. And then Valeski, too. Yep. Um... I was trying to hurry up and pull it up before he threw to me, and it wasn't loading quite fast enough. But, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to go in there and kick their ass. Even though they seem to be a team that's kind of like in maybe the top five, six-ish favorite in the whole league, I think we're going to kick their ass when we visit. Uh, what do you say? Uh, Yost. Uh, we didn't do it last year, but we had a good run of doing it the years, a couple years before that on a run, uh, including uh, when they opened their new place in the COVID year. We play them twice in short succession, but uh, even though it's midweek and it means not a lot of people are going to be able to travel down there, uh, Bob's bringing back three points from Louisville this year. I like it. Fucking sure. I like it. Absolutely. 
Festy, go. I am going with Away at San Antonio. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to take on the champs. We're going we're gonna to win in their house. San Antonio was Lily balling in the West last year, so Lily's going to go to the house and show them how it's done. Now, I know we did lose to them at home last year, but we're going to, you know, ignore that. That was like it. the last minute. That was like the 88th minute loss. It was a yeah, one we, nothing, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to knock off the champs in their house. And it's also going to be a surprise because it's at the end of a road spell, so we're going to finish that strong. So, my turn for the next question. You're talking, uh, Yak talked a little bit about defenders earlier, so I think we're going to go to another question with that, if I can find it. Oh my god, I just lost it. Oh no, oh no. There we go. So, Mr. Yak, which defender will have the most points this season, assists and goals combined? I think I'm going with Mr. Two Saints, Nathan Dos Santos. Um, I think somebody will have more goals than him, but... I think from his position, especially if Bob um, provides a similar style of play for him, running up the wings a lot, I think his um, his ceiling to get a bunch of assists this year could be really high. So I'm going to go with Dos Santos. Ariana? I guess I should have maybe said my answer as well, and I agree. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also agree. Uh, I think Nate will definitely work out a lot of points this, this season. He, in the two games that he played this preseason he had some really fantastic chances um so I'm, I'm really looking forward to how he can capitalize on that um it'll be who he can hook up who he can hook up with to to score the ball to to make an assist there um but i definitely think that he's been playing uh both outside back positions um that i could see and so i'm really excited to see him um score some points and I definitely think he will um, now, are you convinced that the uh, he's passed the injury that's there's no knock-on effects going into this year yes ish I think the first couple of games will be rough on him um, he came in the home game we played versus Pitt he came in at the end um, and looked a little sore he came in at ha right around half uh, or uh, 28 minutes sorry left in the game um, and it looked like his sprints up and down the field definitely aggravated his knee a little bit more than he would have liked um, there was a lot of hopping to dispel the pain um, from what I could gather but he also played 70 minutes um, this past weekend against Louisville so I think that he's getting there um, he definitely went straight into stretching it out on the on the side of the field when he finished so um, I think the first couple of games he'll either not have the full 90 minutes that he's used to seeing but he'll have a decent amount of, of playing time so that he can definitely get back into playing shape um, so yeah I, I think we're, he's getting there he's close but I think him missing the first four preseason games uh, and not playing at all, not working his, his knee out at all, definitely hurt him in the long run for the beginning of the season. But I think it'll just be some growing pains at the beginning, and then he'll get back into full playing shape. Um, Sturino. 
I actually ended up changing my answer halfway through the question because uh, I actually initially had Joe Farrell written down. And then I went onto his Wikipedia page and realized I was looking at his goals uh, total for his tenure in uh, Phoenix, which was eight and four years. That's not really that impressive. I think he's more of a defensive defender, if that makes sense. I'm going to switch my answer and go with Danny Rivera. Uh, Danny's the type of player that I think is going to definitely step up this year. I love Danny, um, and I think he's just going to knock it out of the park. What do you think, Yak or uh, Yost? Um, see, I was also kind of on the Farrell train, not necessarily for goals, but I thought he was going to be the guy that was going to be able to, to get a ball into someone else to, to finish the job off. Uh, but we'll go in a different direction there. I'm assuming now that Bob played four across the back this last preseason game. I'm still expecting to play three center backs. I think the central of those three center backs is going to be the boy from Pitt. Um, so we're going to go Ordonez getting his, uh, his big fucking forehead on some balls. And uh, he's going to be our leading uh, points getter as a defender. I think that leaves. Or, Vesta, are you, are you saying your Dos Santos was, uh, a com- was already taken? Are you, is that your answer or no? Uh, that was my answer. Ah. I, I I got confused in the format if I should have answered first or not. Fair but. enough. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, nope, nobody's going with the new guys, all, all, the, all the people we know. Well, I went Joe Farrell originally. I really did. And I just kind of went with that with a feeling. And then uh, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know that that guy scored eight goals last year because that seems like pretty high. And then I looked at it again, and, yeah, it was eight goals in four years. So He, he did score in a preseason game. True. I, if I'm understanding your spreadsheet correctly, Joe Farrell scored against Akron. Is that why it's highlighted I think yellow? You're, no, it's highlighted yellow because he got a yellow card. Ah, the the G a is a goal. Um, but you're you're right there. Um, I did miss out on someone. Uh, Mike DeShields. He's a defender who already has one goal under his belt um, as a. He uh, played at PSU when he was a trialist. He scored a goal, um, so he could be he could be a contender um, for some some points there. Okay, um, let's see. All right, let's get let's get the 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 over under out of out of the out of here. Let's get this question. Number eleven, average attendance over or under thirty eight hundred this season. I, I did not change this number from last year. Amir, uh, the average ended up being like thirty eight and change. So we thirty nine and change. Thirty nine and change. I believe. Yeah. So I kept our number on the sheet the same, uh, mainly just guys. I the question kind of becomes a proxy for better or worse attendance than last year. Uh, with that said, I'll, I'll get back over. I'm going to say over. Um, I think with the promotional schedule that the Hounds have released so far, um, I think that we'll get a lot of new uh, attendees and a lot of a lot more spread out attendees. We did, We had like, you know, our higher games were kind of right in the middle there, and I think that now with these this new promotional schedule, we'll have a really nice overarching, you know, attendance rather than just those main games in the in the center of the summer there. Um, and we do have a lot of games in the summer. Um, it's pretty much back to back, so I, I have a feeling that we can 
bring in some more people. Uh, we've talked about them on the pod before. Uh, the superstars are coming, and I'm thinking they're going to bring uh, bring a, a large representation. Superstars, but asses and seats. <laughs> Shout yeah. out Squidney Facts. Crosby. Um, during the last preseason game, uh, President Garner, President Jeff, uh, did did talk a lot, hype a lot about the uh, laser show. Um, the post-game laser show. He seemed like it was going to be a really fun one. Um, he Is it said, Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't name drop any uh, artists, but he did say that um, it was. He's, he he wasn't sure about it at first, but now that he's seen it happen, he's really excited about it. Um, so yeah, I think that that having this promotional schedule, uh, they've shifted a little bit with the tailgate. Um, they've added a, a kids section. Um, so I, I definitely think they're they're working to bring more more people in, and I think that this year we'll get more butts in seats. Hot take, Bestie. Oh jeez, <laughs> uh, I'm also going over, and I love going second because the first person always explains my points, and so I don't have to say anything else. Uh, but yeah, we've been trading upwards for a while, and Jeff uh, Jeff seems to be really hitting the pavement with ideas to pull people in. So, uh, I will take the over as well, especially since you didn't change the number from last year. Strino, look me in the eyes and tell me where we're going to be at. I agree. I 100% <laughs> agree. We're definitely going to be over. And, I mean, yeah, it comes down to promos and a whole bunch of summer games. I think that's just going to put a bunch of asses in seats. Summertime, we don't have much competition. Pirates suck. Penguins will probably be out of playoffs at that point. Hounds are where it's at. What do you think, Yak? I think not only are we going to be over, we're going to finally crack 4,000, maybe Ooh. even 4,100. Whoa, so, whoa. That's a hard take. I'm writing you down for over 4,000. Hot cool. toe, hot toe. 4,000. In addition to all the points everyone's made, we're going to have one fewer midweek game than last year, off the bat. Additionally, um, I don't have Mike Pendleton's graphic in front of me, but you should go follow him. He's a really cool dude on Twitter, at Fat7Deuce spelled PH, but the Hounds had one of the highest growth in attendances last year. It was like 10 or 15%, really high, and the favorable schedule, I think, is going to make that continue, which is how I think we're going to bust through this 4,000 people ceiling. All right, so I'll be, for, for the sake of, of controversy, I'll go under. <gasps> and Gasp. It, and if I were to make the case for under, I will go with this. Having such a concentration of games in a six, seven-week span might get some burnout of people that would typically go to a couple games. Might only go, might go to a game or two less just because they're so, uh, they're so concentrated and they're not going to go, you know, back-to-back weeks or twice in three weeks or anything like that. Not a problem for the diehards like the the idiots drinking beers and talking to the microphones on Tuesday night at a bar. But Jeff seems big on the family demographic, you know, superstars and shit. Um, but I, I am a little fearful that the, the summer of soccer might have a bit of, of a... Uh, it might blow up a little bit, and maybe people go to less games just because they're so concentrated. So if I were to make the argument for under 3800, that's the argument I will make. And since you all went over, uh, my ass is going under. Looking to make up some points the, there in the, at the, the end of the year total, huh? <laughs> yeah, I gotta play for the win, right? <laughs> That is my fear, but we have such a small season ticket base relative to our overall 
walk-in attendance. It, I, I think it is just not going to mean as much the the, the oversaturation of. I mean, games. it all could be counteracted by less shitty weather in the beginning of the end of the year, so you're getting more walk-up attendance during those summer games. But I, I, I genuinely don't think that the having a ton of games in a two-month span is going to work as well as some people think it's going. That that is legit. Is it going to be that detrimental? Probably not. But I I could see people who would go to more games throughout the year end up going to less just because they, they all get bunched together in a, in a two-month span. All right, that brings it, it brings it back to me for the next question. Um, ooh. Oh, it's another one of my favorites. Okay. Um, because the team did such a good job of not conceding goals during the preseason... Let's bring that into the regular season. How many clean sheets across all competitions will the have, Hounds have in 2023? I am going to go probably a... It's probably a high number. But you got... Yeah, give us last year's number. Last year's number was 10 clean sheets. It's 10. We're going above 10. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that Lily Ball is back in full force in 2023. Uh, the Rhinos ain't scoring against us. That Mark that down for one. <laughs> um, truth. Yeah. I'm throwing that number at 14. 14 clean sheets in 2023. Uh, Ariana. What's I, was, I was right there with you. Uh, I said 15 plus because I don't like to <laughs> cap us at a high number. I think that we'll at That's least. The fan of hot takes is what we're here for. All right. 18. Final answer. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, 36. Yeah. That's 30, 34 or 30. regular season games. Yeah. And then 34. The, and I'm then sorry. Cup playoffs. And then five Open Cup games and then four playoff games. Yeah. That adds up. 18. Final answer. Clean sheets. I mean, we did. We did. We were as a Colin said all preseason. Fort Highmark held held sturdy until the last until Pitt, the second to last preseason game, we, where we conceded only one goal at Fort Highmark. And we would have like clean sheets would have been through the roof last year if it wasn't for the fact we played minutes eighty one to ninety. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm saying a lot. I think that I think that we'll do we'll do it. Final answer. Uh, Serena. I'm going to go at 11. Dot, 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 dot. 11. I originally had nine written down, but I think I'm going to go 11 just to take double digits, and I don't want to do the number 10, so 11's my answer. And that's just about where I'm going to keep it at that. What do you think, uh, Yak? I'm going to do uh, a clean 12 here. I do think the defense will tidy up a bit. A lot of Returnees on the defense, they're playing their second professional years. I think they could uh, tighten the screws a little bit and play some lily ball pretty well this year. Mr. Vesti. Uh, I was looking at the stats from the previous year to try to game an average. I'm going with 15. Uh, that seems like a good number. I did want to bring up the shed a tear for that 2019 squad and how many clean sheets we had that year especially towards the end of the season. Man, could have been. I mean, not to get 
too uh, nostalgic for the 2019 year, but fucking hell did everything fall into place those last two months. Like, every result result we needed to fall fell for us. Like We let up two goals in the last 11 games. Like, that was nuts. Millhouse got a fucking, like, workout that last yeah. two months, man. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I feel like we're going back to some classic Lily Ball this year, so it's going to be a lot of low-scoring games and a lot of chance for clean sheets, whether it be a draw or, like, a one nothing win or something like that. So, keeping with the the, the the goal statistics, how many goalies do we think we're going to see minutes this year? We currently have three on roster. I'm going to say all three are going to see some action. I guess we'll see if anybody thinks less or if we're going to have four or five or who knows? There's some room in the roster. Yost, what do you think? I mean, this question was much more fun when Bob would sign two and then all of a sudden there would be injuries up the ass and he had to scramble to get loans and stuff. So now he's playing He's playing smarter and, and grabbing, uh, grabbing three keepers to start so he's not having to scramble to to get a warm body. Uh, ooh. You know what? We have three keepers on, on roster. Two we're going to see minutes. No injuries. Two. Uno dos. Two keepers. Uh, sorry, uh, Mr. Gums from Westminster. I... I I don't foresee you seeing, seeing any minutes this year. Yak, what do you got? <laughs> I'm going the opposite way. I'm going with four. Uh. I think either they're going to sign somebody at some point down the line for whatever reason, or the almighty player has to play keeper position to end the game. Outfield player and goal is always Outfield player is going to suit up in the sticks at some point for at least part of the game. Looking at the roster, what player do you think is going to be that guy? Did we discuss this last year? Who was like an uh, inkling of. I don't think we did, but I, I like the question. Was it like Rivera once played goalie or, or somebody? There's absolutely a designated. You know, keeper gets red carded. We throw this guy in. in I the hope net. I would. I would imagine they they know who that guy would be. I'm gonna say Danny Rivera. Okay. Da- Danny uh, Rivera at a solid five nine in goal. That's exactly the stat <laughs> I was looking at. That's why he's not the goalie anymore. This is an emergency situation. This is like U12s when the nets were a lot smaller, I think. I'm, I'm looking at stats, and I'm going Patrick Hogan if i got to pick Next. anybody. 6'4", 190 pounds. I mean, that's the overall biggest dude we have on the team. That's who I'm putting in that if we have an emergency situation for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, so how many, keeper, how many keepers do you have actually playing this year? I'm going to say all three. I'm going to say, obviously, as we said before, Jamali starts. I think we see the other two play just for the simple fact that, you know, Lily ends up starting a player or starting a keeper for the first five or six games, switches it up by game seven, eight. And given we're going to just absolutely walk all over Rochester when we play them in the Open Cup, that's when the <laughs> other guy's going to get his chance. Even if it's at, at halftime, they're all going to see minutes. What about you there, Vesti? What's your, uh, what's your take on this? I asked the question, dude. You did ask the question, so I'm throwing the who. Ariana, let's go. Ariana. The microphone's um, over there between the two. I didn't know which one was up next. Um, if you know you're the last person, you may have to like, do, do the hand raise yeah. to make it less awkward. Or, or just let the person say the wrong person's name. That's cool, well, too. 
Um, I'm going to have to agree with Yak. I'm going four. Um, I saw four goalkeepers warming up at the last uh, preseason game. And it, and it makes me, it makes me uh, one, feel a little weird that we have four. But um, I think it'll be interesting. I think that we're going to go quite a few. I don't think Wade will get any minutes in uh, the Open Cup. So, and we have at least two Open Cup games, maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that, that we're going to get some more. But I'm going full four. We're going to have four signed goalkeepers, and all four of them are going to get minutes. Not a lot, but minutes. Final answer. Um, You're crazy. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. I mean, maybe four, see, four people see minutes. There's no way we're signing four. I mean, like I said before we started recording, Jamali does have some experience in uh, international play. So I could foresee him getting called up for international play and us needing. Jamaican keeper of the future, Jamali Waite. Yeah. We might, we might need some more, uh, some more help there. Uh, uh, U.S. national team defeater. <laughs> the, the Hounds to Jamaica goalkeeper pipeline is quite strong. Mm-hmm. So that's everyone, right? That is. All right. So, well, we hinted at it quite a few times in a lot of our questions. So I'm going to hit to number 13, lucky number 13. How far will the Hounds progress in the Open Cup? I say round three. I say we're at least going past what we have now. That's that's the coldest take we're going to have all night. <laughs> <laughs> Cold take. Um, I, to be honest, don't know how many total rounds there are. Well, we, we start in round two. Yes. I was going to say, I think we start in round oh, two, well, technically. I meant our three rounds. Okay. Like, we'll oh, okay, play three. Okay, that's a lot hotter than so, what we had originally here. Okay, okay, okay. Facts. I think we'll go one more than what we're already scheduled for. All right. So she's got us into the fourth round. Much more exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Does anyone want to be bold and say we're going to get upset by the ghost of the rhino's past? Well, that's a, that's a whole other question. Will that count as a round if they can't field the team? No, because we would advance if yeah, so they we'll, literally we'll be, couldn't field the team. That'll put us into the third round. Uh, let me put out there right now, for the sake of, of hot takes, that game against Rochester is, by all definitions, must win. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Even more so than I, any other amateur team, like th- five. Th- there is yeah. no scenario in which it would be acceptable for the Hounds to lose that game. None. Okay. Yeah, I don't care if they have to put every forward out on the field because we're like desperation mode. We have to beat them. That yeah. is, there is no way. In, there, there is no cosmic like crazy turn of events that will be acceptable for that game to be a loss pull, pull the goalie it's going to be a situation style. just like when we were uh, playing in cool springs and we actually won one game and we had a play because the other team was short a man that's how rochester might show up they're gonna ask bob <laughs> if they can borrow a guy <laughs> who, who does bob give up to let them borrow he doesn't he pulls the steel <laughs> army sc situation and keeps all his players and makes them play a man short Fuck yeah so they can actually win a game for a change <laughs> He Facts. gives him Seth. Yeah. Were you at that game, Yak? I'm pretty sure you were at that game. I'm almost positive I was at that. Steel Army SC. 
So since it looks like you want another drink, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll, I'll answer next, and then I'll, I'll run away and grab a beer. Um, okay, here's, here's in my mind how this plays. I'll steamroll the rhinos. Uh, I mean, like poaching like it's no one's fucking business. It's really hot in these rhinos. Really hot in these rhinos. <laughs> Third round. The Hounds do not get drawn against an MLS team. They are they get a, a home match against another championship team, uh, possibly one from Michigan. Uh, they take that win uh, almost as easy as they do against the Rhinos. Uh, and then in round four, they finally, after all these fucking years, get their, their home Open Cup game against an MLS side. Uh, and then Bob just doesn't actually give a shit and, uh, <laughs> and gets steamrolled. So I got the Hounds into round four two easy wins and then uh, one very flat home loss fourth round uh, Yak you got something better than that I actually have a very similar path we're gonna get some rando third round team um, maybe the maybe Maryland Bobcats again maybe various professional teams that may or may not play in Michigan um, or one of the League One teams. I don't know. We'll play one of them. We'll beat them, and then we will get a. We will finally host an MLS game, and that's all we got. We'll, we'll probably lose. We'll, we'll take it to extra times again. And it'll be a great party, but we will be eliminated by an MLS team in the fourth round. At home or away? Home. No, we're getting it. it luck is on our side. I swear. Storino. So the, the round thing kind of screws me up, too, like Ariana had. So I just put us in the final eight, whatever round that would be. Um, and I think we're also going to host an MLS team, that team being Cincinnati. I think we lost to them last year. That was our way out the door, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking we have somewhat of a competitive game, but I think they kind of come in and kind of like Yost said, we're not going to take it too seriously, unfortunately, and they're going to end up coming in taking away like a 3-2 win on us and it's going to be pretty pretty pitiful there's probably going to be a decent attendance turnout but ultimately it's going to end in a loss and I think that's going to be our exit from the Open Cup what do you think Vesti? I was actually originally pretty down I was going to say we're going to well, you know, get past the Rhinos uh, however that happens and then we'll bow out to the MLS team in the next round but uh, <laughs> I am going to revise that we had some some teams last year that were pretty good at lily balling uh, against MLS teams and going for like low scoring games and getting through. But if we're going to go back to lily balling this year, I think we can get through a few rounds doing the same thing. Um, so I'm not going to go crazy. I'm just going to say the fourth round. So we'll uh, we'll get past Rhinos. We'll get. I'm going to say we'll get an MLS team in the third. We'll get past them for the first time, and then we'll get bounced in the fourth by the, the next MLS team. Final eight, by the way, would be like five wins before we're finally knocked out. That's a long path. I'm up for it. I answered the question. <laughs> cool. We're not we're not here for for mundane takes. We're here yeah. to. You want hot takes? That's my hot take. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Starita, since you got the hot take, you give the next question. All right, next question. Let's go with. Let's go with. I'm going to go question number eight. How many players do we think are going to hit double-digit goals? And unfortunately, I have only two for that answer. And the reason being, I think there's going to be a lot more goals spread out. So I'm going to go Kiza and Dikwa. 
I think they're going to be the guys that hit double digits, but I think everybody else is going to be spread out pretty well. Wouldn't surprise me to have like maybe four or five guys that are like above seven, but still under 10. So I'm going to go with two is my answer. And let's throw to Ariana. Well, for historic sake, uh, we did have two last year. Uh, Cicerone and Dequa were two over uh, double digit, over 10. Uh, goal scores, but you're right. We had a couple hovering right around seven. Uh, I uh, I threw caution to the wind. I said five. Holy <laughs> shit! That Logan. is the hottest <laughs> go of the night, Logan. <laughs> um, Please give me five names. You actually, think, I mean, I hope you're right, but yes, bet, I want to hear I mean, five names. Dequa, gotta be. Yep. Kiza is gonna be. I think I think we're not prepared at how how insanely good Kiz is going to be. I agree with you on that. I absolutely agree. I, I mean, he's, he's going to have three a, goals after the first week. So yeah, he's going to be a huge player for us this year. But give us your other three because I want to hear them. Uh, Tola, uh, one of our new signees, uh, has already has one goal under his belt. Um, you, you do, are you aware the preseason games don't go this tally, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, just check. <laughs> but I, I think he, he'll do all right. Um, Burke failing. I think will be another one that, that hits up there. Uh, he also has a goal and an assist in preseason. Um, and let's throw Junior in there. How? Okay, have we come to uh, consensus on his pronunciation of the last name? I, I heard ha- E2 whenever I was listening to Mongols. Yes. E2. And I, I was not thinking that as a pronunciation, but that seems to be the... You know, thing to correct, I did opinion. actually ask the Hounds for a pronunciation guide, and I was promised a pronunciation guide. Whether that will come now or um, for a while, but uh, yeah. So those are my those are my five. Uh, yeah. I'm doing one. We're gonna have a single goal scorer of of ten or more. My man, thank you. And akin, akin to, um, oh, it's Dequa. Dequa's going to be our 10-goal scorer. Um, akin to those couple lean years uh, before the Bob times of who's the one dude who bounced around and missed the net from, like, five feet out a lot but was our leading goal scorer the one season. Corey, 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 Corey. Herzog. Corey Herzog. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be one guy who kind of commands the goal total this year and gets more than 10, probably a lot more than 10, and then nobody actually breaks the barrier. Five, five forward signed, one of them hits double digits. One. They could be productive in other ways. and I, I hope so. If it's, if it's goals by committee, then it's just a bunch of people have a few goals, but I'm going to say one player BDE. gets more than 10. BDE. Everyone's looking at me, so I'll I'll, I'll take it next. Uh, I mean, Aussie uh, Deke was is one. Uh, the Birmingham Dream Killer is two. Uh, I I can't I can't go beyond two though. I think I think we'll have a, a decent number of guys because last year we, we mentioned we had what fourteen goal scores or whatever it was, but a ton of them were at the one and two goal mark. I think we're going to see a lot more guys hitting that five, six, seven mark. But in terms of double digits, I'm going to. I'm going uh, uh, the motherfucking Birmingham Dream Killer and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and Chico. 
Chico. Chico. Chico in the Birmingham. Oh, Chico. that's what he's going by now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we, do we have like a nickname update or something here? I do have a nickname update. Oh, I go. did Breaking investigate. Breaking news. Chico did just this year inform the team that he wants to go by Chico. Is he putting that on his jersey? I was just going to ask. Is he putting that on the kit? Not that I know of. But because I would actually it, consider buying a fucking jersey if it said <laughs> if Chico. It said on the Chico. Back. I, I asked some of my my uh, front office folks. I said, "Where did this come from?" And everyone seemed to say that one day he came in and said, "I am Chico." I am Chico. <laughs> Can you call me Chico? Uh, Wait, but no it, one. It, it literally is the. It's the gag. Excuse me. Can you call me Sting from now on? It's fucking, it's that. It's that joke. I don't Absolutely. know where it came from. A lot of people speculated it was a childhood nickname. He grew up in uh, Miami, so there's a chance that he had a childhood nickname of Chico. But I do know, I did find out that he came gave him the nickname. and just said, I want to be called Chico. You know what? Normally, I, I, we brought this up before. It's really bad form to, to give yourself a nickname. But if you're going to walk in with the fucking cojones to say... Call me Chico. I am Chico. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I am Chico. I am Score. Yeah. Uh, Put it on oh. a T-shirt. I was going to say it was very Evgeny Malkin-esque vibes on that story. Uh, I am Chico. I mean, we might have to get this into a shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the last person to get this question is Festy because you're busy having a beer or grabbing a beer. Yeah, a, a cloudy-looking beer too. Give me short and sweet because I don't know what you guys talked about. Um, I'm just going to go with one. I think if I'm going to go on this slowly ball train, usually there's like one guy that gets it over and then kind of spreads it out for everybody else. So I'm um, guessing you're going Chico then? You know, I know he, he does not intend this, but since I have young kids, I, when I hear Chico, I think of this cartoon, Chico Bonbon. It's a little, a little monkey uh, thing. So that, I'm, nobody, nobody call him Chico around me or I'm just not going to think of the right thing. Beautiful. I know you tried to avoid having to ask the next question, but uh, since you're away grabbing the beer, nah, it's, that's fine. it's falling to you again. Let's break it down a little bit with uh, who do we think is the 2023 version of Jaleel Asani or Casey Bartlett Scott, who's going to be on the roster but never see any time? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to butcher the name like everybody did in the last show. Uh, I'm going to go with Tola Shonomi. I love it. We got one person. Guy's not going to see any minutes, and their person says uh, double, just, d- double digit score. <laughs> That's what I get for missing the conversation. No, uh, I like this. Uh, it's, actually it's a great. nice breadth of, uh, of possibilities for the man. Her so, answer was five, by the way, for how many people are going to be over. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I... Um, Looking at the, the, the forwards, I feel like there's, there's always one that never quite gets much minutes. Last year it was Williams. And being the um, the guy with probably the least amount of experience from what I could see since he's coming straight out of college, I think he's he's going to be him. Not that he's you know, bad or anything. I think he's just going to kind of fall through the cracks. And then for my, uh, my, my deep cut stats, the real reason is because Bob hates English players. You know what? Bob's like, a true-blooded American, and he hates the British. Yeah. Uh, is <laughs> so, and to back this up, or I the North Macedonians? British? He is. He's English. So that stood for uh, Gabon. My bad. 
So to back that up, I looked at the last couple uh, English. Not, I'm not going to go with British because obviously Kerr played and we all love Kerr. Yeah. But um, Toby Sims last year. Although if you want to make it make a case that uh, Bob doesn't like the, uh, you know, <laughs> like those, it got chased after out after one year and three yeah. games short of the record. So. So yeah, so uh, we had Toby Sims who you know he played 13 games, but it's under 40 minutes a game average. Uh, that he probably played the most, and then obviously did not pick him up. Which, it should be here this year. Yeah, uh, Barlow Scott zero. You know that's what the the question's named after. Mark Forrest did not play a ton, even though he's a legend. And then uh, way back in the day, we had a guy named Holland who I forget his first name is Joe, already. Joe Holland. Again, he played 14 games, but he only averaged about 20 minutes or less, so he didn't play much either. One massive record. If you are a English national, a big hill to climb, it seems. Uh, let's go with Serena. My answer for, for the most part, no real reason other than we're just pretty forward heavy, Tony Lopez. I don't know why other than he's just going to be the guy that falls through the cracks. I don't think that... Uh, Pula is going to definitely get at the double-digit mark, but I think he's going to get a good look. I think he's going to be the guy in the couple of Open Cup games that gets a look over somebody like Dequa that we're going to end up resting. And for whatever reason, Tony Lopez is just going to fall through the cracks. That's just a gut feeling. It could be the total other way around, uh, but Tony Lopez is my guy. Ariana, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go DZ Harmon, uh, midfielder, our most recent signee. Uh, we have seven midfielders signed, uh, so it seems a little. Our roster seems, feels a little midfielder heavy, um, and because of that, I think he's the one. He's kind of a not doesn't stand out in any which way. Uh, I don't remember him playing, which isn't necessarily saying much. We never got names for the trialists, so I he could have played, and I just never processed it. But um, six one hundred eighty. 26. I don't see him him uh, getting a lot of minutes this uh, this season. I, I think that he's one of the ones that will definitely he'll, he'll do a, an Eang and and only get minutes in, in playoffs like Eang did, get an assist. Secret we'll weapon. The thing with being a secret weapon is if you get used, it's no longer a secret. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I am going to, uh, not to complete, to just completely undermine you, but I'm just going to completely undermine you. <laughs> not only will DZ see uh, plenty of minutes, uh, he'll see play minutes after week one. I, I think he's starting. Uh, okay. I think he's starting. Um, watch that blow up in my face, but I, just talking to a couple people and reading between the lines, I think I think he's got minutes in his future. Uh, damn you, Serino, you took my guy, Tony Lopez. I think I only took Tony Lopez, too, because the guy we haven't actually said his name the entire night, Langston Blackstock. I think I just want to see the dude play. I don't know if I put him as our number three forward of our five we have, but I probably would. He's the most interesting person. Like, yeah, he looks like he, he could just fucking run a run a you know an offense and uh, exactly. I think I just like the dude's guys name and, just and we kept saying Tola, so that's why I went Tony Lopez. Langston, I find interesting, but I, I, I'm going with. I think it's Lopez. He's just, again, going off of very little. He just, it just seems like a guy who's just filling out a roster spot. I agree. I'm gonna feel like a little asshole when he's, you know, he's, uh, he's doing victory selfies like five times. And I also <laughs> agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be right on that situation. I just look at 
five but forwards. But the question requires us to give a name, and sorry, Tony Lopez, you're the name that's being given. Yak, anything, uh, any different I answers here? unfortunately, actually going with Langston Blackstock, Aww. who might have an A1 name but not have A1 minutes. Oh. Um, he was a trialist from... Clayton State University, which is a D2 school. Now, the Hounds D2 to first-year USL Pro pipeline isn't bad. Rob Vincent, Tom Bankazeal, to name a few off the top of my head. But that is a big jump for a first-year guy. Um, I think our forward department, at least the starters, are pretty well accounted for. I don't know where he's going to fit in with the caveat that I don't know which player he was during the preseason because I didn't watch any games he played in after his name was announced. Uh, but that is who I'm going to pick. Langston Blackstock. Oh, man, that's a great name. What a shame. It's a fantastic name. If we had a Hall of Fame for fucking names, he's... Yeah, absolutely. Future show. Uh, Yak, uh, your honors on the next question. Oh my gosh, I've never ever been given this much opportunity. Before <laughs> That's why in my I life. had to make sure I was not answering last to make sure you got last. I was not keeping track at all, truthfully. Oh, would you like the list? No, I have the list. I'm going. Okay, so where are the chances you ask the questions or even asked? Jeff Over. Garner, <laughs> Mr. President. That was an El easy president. question. Is he ending the year as president? Ah, I must say yes. I'm not under the uh, impression that this is, like, the dream job. I'm not that full of myself when it comes to the Hounds, but I kind of think Garner wants to be committed to this thing as long as he can. So, yeah, he might stick around for a couple years, which might as well be a lifetime given that role over time, truthfully. Yosti? I'm going back and forth on this because he is a, he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's a, he's a, he's a Bob graduate. Um, what? I'm, I just can't believe you're questioning it at all. No, but, okay, let me finish. So he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's a Bob graduate. The problem was that the last guy was a Pittsburgh guy and a Bob graduate. And his ass was out the door uh, basically the second he could. Although, here's my hot take. I don't know if I, if I said this on the, on the podcast before. He was just buying his time until his kid graduated from WJ. So he could... Uh, he can get paid while I watch his kid play baseball, and then once his kid graduates, he, he got the job he really wanted to have. So there's my hot take on on, Spicy. Uh, on Vic. Uh, Jeff, I think he's more committed to it. And talking to people around the club, and this is not to blow smoke up, up anyone's ass, people left the hounds because of Vic, and people are genuinely enthusiastic about Jeff. People meaning players, people meaning staffers. Staff. Okay. Um, we'll see how sincere it is. Uh, but I... Ultimately, I think he's good for a full a full season. I'm not sure how f- much past that, but I'll... Yes, he will be there uh, when the Hounds... A year and a club option. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob runs this fucking show like no one's business. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I got Jeff through November. Absolutely. Uh, Ariana. Uh, I, too, have uh, Jeff through November. Um, I think that he's doing a lot for the Hounds with the entertainment he's bringing in and 
he completely redid the tailgate zone and tailgate zone. Yeah, I think that I thought you were gonna hit it with like a trademark, so I was like prepared for that. That is untrademarked, so no <laughs> trademark. Um, uh, you didn't know what I've been working on the last couple weeks, though. Say again. You don't know what I've been working on the last couple weeks. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. Tailgate zone. Hashtag ad. So. I think that he's doing a lot. I think that what he's doing isn't necessarily angering anyone enough to, for him to either be forced out or want to leave. And I, I'm inclined to agree. I think people like him. Um, he's, he's a really approachable guy and now a card-carrying Steel Army member. Yeah. He signed up last weekend uh, at the AGM. Um, so I'm here for it. I, I think he'll be here for the long term. Uh, uh, Serena. I mean, I think the easy answer obviously is yes. I mean, Jeff does seem like just an awesome dude. I mean, the guy actually went in and like pounded beers with us at the Christmas party, which all of you guys failed to mention, which I thought was probably the coolest thing about our president. Um, so I'm going to say yes. I mean, he seems to be doing all of the right things and little to nothing wrong at this point so i mean i I gotta give the guy you know props yeah he'll be here for a few years to come like you guys said i don't know that it's the dream job per se but it's definitely the right job for him um and he seems to be knocking it out of the park bestie what do you say and it has to be yes he fucking better be that's all i'll say (laughs) that's the best answer actually of the group right there so speaking of guys sticking around Every year, we have somebody with a club option who we don't pick up, <coughs> Toby Sims, uh, that we really wish they would. Who do we think is going to be that guy this year? Who's the Toby Sims of 2023? We're going to plug his name into this, this question now, like the other one. Actually, let me write that. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the notes for you. Who's, who's the Toby Sims you. of uh, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll just, I guess I'll go first. I will say Michael DeShields. Um, since he has come from the MLS ecosystem for a couple of years, um, you know, you guys talked in the last pod that it feels like he might be a, a rehab to try to bounce back. I worry that that will be true, and that you know, he's talent- if he's been talented enough to, to be in the MLS ecosystem and, and draft and all that stuff, he's probably he could be up there. Uh, and if if we do the rehab, Bob's not going to stop guys from from opportunities, so I could see him leaving even if we want to keep him around. So, let's say you, Serena. You took my answer, and you uh, gave the answer exactly as I would have gave it. I agree. Um, He's going to get a look from a team in MLS, and Bob is not going to hold him back. Um, Am I going to give you guys a guess like I tried to with Danny Griffin and say Vancouver again? No, but we'll say he's going to Vancouver in 2024. What do you think, Yak? I am going to go with... um so some of you said Tony Lopez is to somebody who might not get 90 minutes this year, more or less. I'm actually going to pick him as somebody who will play well, I want back, and he won't be back. Um, he, he's, a, he's a new guy from Cal United, from NISA, and uh, unlike at least half the teams from NISA, Cal United seemed to build a really good team, and Mr. Lopez has kind the, of... Had the cup run. Yeah, they did. And he's kind of playing up this season. I think he might play pretty well, and we're not going to be able to find first roster, first 18 minutes for him because we got Keys and Dequa, and he's going to play decently off the bench and then move for greener pastures after this season. So I'm picking Tony Lopez. 
Ari? Well, I have two answers. One is uh, a hot take and one is a not-so-hot take. My hot, hottest of takes is uh, Mr. Edward Kizza. Uh, I Wait, think... He's, he's on his option year, I believe. Yeah, he's on... Yeah. So that's not necessarily... Well, he doesn't have an option year. Yeah, this he's well, on the option. I don't think he'll be picked up next year. Re-signed. Is he on his option year? Yeah. No, this is his option year. Yeah, this is his option. He was alone last year. Oh, that's right. So this is a brand new season for I'm him. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you are correct. Smartest person at the table. Sometimes. You he, got that uh, right. Yeah, you're he right. Was, and that's why I think he might be picked up and, and tossed back to MLS. He's He has minutes in MLS, quite a few minutes. Great point. We, uh, we picked him up from uh, New England Revolution. Um, so I definitely think that mid-season last year, and he did fantastic at the end of last year. So I definitely think that some teams, uh, whether it be MLS or potentially other seeded um, USL teams, I think that they might come sniffing for him. Whether Bob gives them up or not is a good question. But Bob uh, will always give his players up to MLS, I believe. At yeah. least I like to think. I don't think Bob is the type of guy to we hold somebody back. We had discussion on Discord earlier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That hot quote that came out. Um, that's going to be fun to follow, actually, I think, this year. Yeah. My, my second, which is not necessarily uh, a hot I- the hottest of takes, uh, is uh, Burke f- falling. <laughs> Sorry. Yos just made a really loud I, uh, movement. She, she just, she I'm just going to drop his name out there and slide the question over to you, and you can explain why. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, much like Yak's idea, it's someone who's, who's playing up a league. Uh, uh, he's coming from, from League One. Uh, looking at kind of his underlying numbers, I think they look like things that could translate to the championship fairly well. He's going to be almost in that Toby Sims uh, mold. He's not going to see a ton of minutes early as the grind of the season wears on uh, through some injuries or just rest and rotation. He's going to see a, an uptick in minutes. He's going to do enough things that all of us are going to like. But he's going to have those moments, much like Sims had with some a couple of impressive goals and some good defensive playing, some uh, some nice distribution on some passes. Uh, so he's going to do enough notable things that we're going to like, but then we're not savvy enough to see the, the things that Bob is looking at, and we'll just kind of dismiss the flash things as uh, as uh, you know stuff good for the highlight reels, but stuff that he you know Bob thinks he can get from someone else. Uh, so I am going to say. We're all going to fall in love with the guy in the second half of the year, but uh, Bob will, will move on from him, and that will be a Burke failing. Failing, falling, failing. That's another one. I, I'd go with falling. Yeah. That's another one that, that the falling. Hounds person I spoke to also doesn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Burke, so. if you're listening, please tell us how to What spoke. is your name? <laughs> Uh, I asked you guys before we started recording if we were going to go over under an hour 20. We're uh, at 111 right now. so I had 131, so we got 20 minutes to wrap this up, and I'm <laughs> spot on. Beautiful. Uh, roster, if I'm not mistaken, sits at 21, maybe 22 right now. Uh, we had a, a number of additions last year, uh, most notably uh Mertz, and then actually Kizza, who actually you know came on late to be a notable addition. Twenty-one, twenty-one. So I thought. So my question is: roster sits twenty-one. How many players will the will Bob add, either signing or or loan? Uh, will Bob add between now and the end of the season? 
all you people that think four keepers, you're, you're clearly at one already. Uh, there is going to be... There's so much depth at forward that I don't, I don't see a need for another forward. Bob is going to find someone that falls through the, through the cracks at, at MLS or uh, an MLS Next Pro team that he's going to convince that team to let, let him get minutes at, at Pittsburgh. So there's going to be at least a forward there. And I just I don't think we have enough defenders. We're going to have to add, by we I mean the Hounds, we're going to have to add one, if not two. So I'm going to I'm going to put the number three additions to the roster between now and uh, when they lift the trophy in November. Vesti. I am also going with three. I don't have any deep uh, stats or feeling about position depth and all that jazz. I just it seems like Bob likes to have about 24 guys. So we're three short, 24. So that's what I'm going with. A straight maths answer there. Very boring answer, but trying to trying to game the system a bit and try to get my averages and. You're trying to get this under an hour and 20 minutes. What you're doing? Trying to look good at the end of the year. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Ariana, how about you? Well, I had an asterisk next to this question because the question uh, no, says no. March 11th. Oh, so you think there's some? Oh, okay. I Go think on. we're getting two signings this week. One okay, goalkeeper. Just, just so says <laughs> the, the question on the paper says March 11th, so it is the, the season number. So, okay, go on. Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking two this week. There was a player, a trialist, who played in the last preseason game. He's the only trialist that played in the last preseason game. Did he have his name on his shirt too? Yes. So that's one signing we're expecting before the start of the season. I'm thinking Wednesday or Thursday seems to be the, the, the days in which signings come down. I also think that we'll have another one sneak in there but this sometime this week. I'm thinking of goalkeeper solely because I saw the four warm up. No. <laughs> but on top of that, during the season, I also said three. So it depends on I I'm you know, five total from now till the end of the season. What's the roster five what's total? the roster limit? Vesti, you remember what the there there was actual roster limit. Is it more than twenty four? It's either 25 or 26. Thank you. I don't know. Uh, Google it. I'll Google it. I just want to point out I, I'm going to say four because I also noticed that there is an unsigned trialist. I'm also holding out hope of a certain goaltender position that may or may not be filled by a conference player of the year that may or may not have gone to my alma mater. I'm going to say four. Each USL club is allowed up to 30 players on first-team roster. 30? That's... Does that sound... I, I thought it was it in that 26 to 28. If it's on the internet, it's true. If I it's mean, on the internet, it's true. I'm not digging too deep, but uh, yeah. this is beautiful. I go by beautiful Game result. Network says, according to 2019... Those are very trustworthy oh, people. I would say, well, yeah, that's a trustworthy 30 players, site. but I don't know how many... That might be a relic that, from when that there is were also a lot pre -CBA. of team. Yeah. 2018, it said 23. I need something newer. Somebody asked ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. So this one says 26, so somewhere around there. 26, I, I would believe. I have not, I don't think USL put out their media, their media guide. And anytime people have, have questions about roster sizes, the, the, the roster freeze date, 
Uh, the transfer rules, which I think is going to be interesting now that there's a clean cut from MLS, if, if those will change, how USL to MLS transfers work this year. That all comes in the media guide, which I don't think has been released by the USL yet. Anyways, Torino, uh, the question at hand, how many additions between uh, Saturday and the end of the season? I'm going to say two, and I'm going to give you one hopeful name of a player because no one named actual players, and that's uh, Tommy V. Tommy V is out there floating around. I oh. think Bob's going to scoop him up. I'm surprised Maybe in about three or four weeks from now. Maybe not right off the bat. He's not going to be signed right away, but I think he's that guy that slips through the cracks. The other name I'm going to give you guys, he already returned once, and he's going to return for a third time. Please say you're going to say Ray Lee. I'm going to say Ray Lee. Oh. Ray Lee gets signed in August. We're going to need somebody back in the defense, and Bob's going to go to the trusty old Ray Lee, who's currently signed and playing for... His indoor team, I think it's the Comets of like Missouri or something like that, if I remember correctly, playing with uh, Tony Walls, another uh, Hounds legend. He just got signed. Uh, I mean, that's a guy that I thought he was going to say. Tony Ray Walls also falls for the uh, the Connor Bartlett Scott question. Yeah, really, the question should be named after Tony Walls because Tony Walls, to me, going into the season was a player that had absolutely the most hope, in my opinion, at least, and then. Saw like less than a minute, maybe two minutes, whatever it was, at that one away game I think that half of you guys were at. Officially, it's like one or two minutes because it was. Like he got red carded. He got red carded. No, 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 like yellow, yellow. He did get red carded. Oh, oh. I thought it was a full red. No, no. I mean, no, he'd be legendary stats if it was a red card. Like if his rounds crew was four minutes, one red card. No, yeah. a yellow. He, did, he picked up a caution. And then, like, the most enthusiastic high fives after a win for a guy who played four minutes as his entire Hounds career. He was a very interesting social media follow. Pump, my man was pumped to high-five everyone at Loudon as uh, Ryan James is very cautiously like, no, I'm not touching anyone. This is COVID. What the fuck are you doing? That's right. That was a COVID. That's right. So real, real quick, fact-checking. The um, 2022 media guide says the roster was 30 players. Wow. Which, I don't expect that to change. Bob, Bob has, not, uh, has not exercised the full depth of his roster, I don't believe. Before we get to our last couple questions, real quick, I found on the Twitters, um, the Hounds are talking about their kits with the USL show. The home and the away kit, the, the home kit being the black and yellow kit and the away being the yellow and gray kit, they're going to remain the same. The blue and the red goalkeeper kits also are going to be remaining in the same. But at the very end, they say, now that isn't to say there won't be something still new to come. So the Hounds got something new coming for a third kit. We just haven't seen it yet, so send out one of those eyeball tweets so we know that it's coming soon, please, because I want to see that third kit. Quit stretching for time, Serena. Paisley. <laughs> Paisley design on the on the third kit. I'm good with Paisleys. I like Paisleys. Yeah. They're in style. Flowers, Paisley are, flowers are big this year for uh, soccer, soccer teams. Oh, also, real quick, too, not to keep us continuously off track and stretch time, but shout out to uh, USL Bets yesterday, given the... Uh, Kevin Durant shout out. Also, Kevin Durant Eater from the Zookeepers or whatever the hell they're called. Zoo, zoo Superstars. Stars. Get, get the name right. Yeah, whatever they are. Shout out for the uh, basketball uh, shout out because I was one of the listeners that uh, did get that reference. Yo, so you think we could have zoo, the Zooperstars on here before they show up for the game? We can try. I don't know if they, if they're, if they have vocal cords, but we can... I mean, I'm sure we could talk to somebody. I don't know how. Is are they like the like the Globetrotters where they have the um, like they have an announcer that does all the the work for them? I'm gonna say yes. There has to be some sort of like 
hype guy. Vocal, yeah, MC. So they just can't be out there in their like big ass puffy costumes, running around do goofy shit. And then that's they can't. Like, they can't rely on the home the home announcer to have the energy needed for superstars. No, no, <laughs> no. That's that's for sure. Yeah, you just can't just hand hand some guy a script and be like, sell this baby. That ain't gonna happen. Oh, we are coming down to the the final stretch. Uh, looking at the blank squares on my on my sheet here, I see three questions to go. Woo. Storino, pick one for us. Well, I'm going to save the best question for last, and I think we all know what that question is. So we're going to skip number six, and we're going to go to, will the Hounds have a home playoff game this year? Even though the question said 2022. Did, yep, yep. You didn't change it. I did not change it. I did it. catch that and edited it on my own page. Thank you. Uh, yes, they are. They are going to host a home playoff game. Um, somehow they're going to squeak by, surprise everybody, and uh, prove to USL Tactics that we are not as bad as we appear to be on paper, and we're going to host a home playoff game. Does that mean we're going to win the you know East or anything like that? Not necessarily, but we are going to host the game. Uh, Ariana, what are you thinking? I agree. We're definitely hosting a playoff game in 2023. Um, I don't think we're going to squeak by. I think we're going to. I think we're going to be top top ish of the chart where we'll know if we're hosting a home game before the final game of the season so we just go shit talking in detroit that last week yeah i mean i i think and i think i said this when we were talking about the schedule the last game versus detroit we are going to be secure in our spot they won't be They'll be playing for everything, and we won't be. And it'll feel so good when we can knock them out of playoffs because we will, and, and, and we'll and have a home team, not home even game kick secure. them out of playoffs, prevent them from having playoffs. Yes. NGS puckered assholes on the last week. It'd <laughs> be awesome. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's my that's my hot take. We're gonna be we're gonna be secure in our home team, our home game. Would anybody like to tell the audience what the playoff format is this year? Not me, because I'm a genius and know everything. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. For the audience member who might not know sure, 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 sure. the playoff structure. So, uh, USL, for whatever reasons, have expanded the playoffs, even though there's less teams in the league this year. Last year, it was, it was top seven, east and west. Uh, once he got a bye. This year, it is 8-8. Eight, eight. So two teams have been added to the playoffs. There's no bye. Uh, one through four, obviously hosting in the first round. It's also fixed bracket, so there's no more uh, low seed. You know, high seed plays the lowest remain seed. That, that's out the window. It's, it's just a straight fixed bracket uh, straight on. So, yeah, that is 13 teams per conference. Eight make the playoffs, so over half the field is making the playoffs. Uh, 16 teams to go to eight, go to four, go to two, go to one. That's your playoffs. No. Get out. Good answer. <laughs> to elaborate, no, I do not think we're going to get a playoff game. Uh, uh, home, home, home. Yeah. Uh, Who's I, left? I'm going to agree. I'm going to say no. Uh, I was very high on everything last year. I'm going to go the opposite direction this year. I'm going to say we're going to be kind of a low seed. We're going to we're gonna, we'll get into the playoffs. That that's not in question, but. We're gonna be low seed and uh, have to go on the road for most of it, if not all. I guess all of it. If, if my answer. Uh, uh, just, just to be fun, unique, and uh, to cause a little chaos. Uh, I think we're also going to be a low seed, but we'll host a playoff game. 
So you're putting us oh. like fourth. Oh, you're getting no. I, I got no. I got chaos in the first round. You're getting extravagant here. Yeah, you're I getting got some kind of five or six seed host on, to game on, yes, on the road in the first round, hosting the second round. Yeah, because yep, chaos. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Because uh, you know sometimes you just need a little chaos. And I, I mean, <sighs> the playoffs themselves have not been terribly chaotic as a whole the last couple of years, but holy shit, have have. There been, has there been chaos? Well, let me take that back. Uh, Orange County winning two years ago was kind of a... Uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. It was kind of out of nowhere. So, yeah, but in terms of, like, massive multiple first-round upsets, that hasn't really happened, but... Uh, fuck it. It's happening this year, just because I say so. All right, second to last question on the, uh, on the docket here. Oh, uh, where's Logan when you need him for a, for a good, enthusiastic, optimistic answer? Uh, will any anyone hit double-digit goals and assists this year? Uh, a double-double. Yeah, anyone going double-double? Uh, if if I say double-digit goals, it's coming down to to, to Kizza and and Chico. That's fucking great. <laughs> Chico and the Birmingham Dream Killer is like it's the buddy comedy you never thought you needed. Yep. Uh, need. Neither of those guys are getting double digits on assists. So uh, even though it's fun to say yes, my answer is, is, a, is a clear no, uh, Festy. I'm also going no. I, just, I think it's just going to be really spread out this year. But um, we had a very enthusiastic head shake over here. Ariana, do you think it's going to be two? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, she has five people scoring double digits, damn throw, it. <laughs> throw yeah. caution to the wind. Uh, yes. I I have I have two people written down. Fucking hell! <laughs> I think uh, Kizza. Obviously, he is in my my double digit goal. So I'm excited to hear um, the other guy. If it's not Dequa, dude. It for us talk of, of, of Lily Ball coming back, she is just on a fucking different plane right now. Uh, we need someone Robbie. to replace Logan, who's not here tonight. I think Robbie's gonna. Jesus. <laughs> no, you know what? I you know. I think he's gonna come out of not on goals, on assists. He'll get just enough goals to be in the double-double. Wait, he's going to have like 15 assists then or something? So like 10 okay. and 12? Yeah. But he's not, on. you're right, he's not on my double She's not on, <laughs> you've listed five names for 10 goals, and that man is not on it. Uh, yes. But he's, <laughs> somehow he's double-doubling. <laughs> somehow. double double. If I can get one of these right, I'm going to get one of these right. Um, yeah. I think Robbie's going to sneak up with the assists. Those headers. Yeah. You know what? Headers from Robbie, from Robbie. Murray. <laughs> we we, <All> right. <laughs> that we, needs we to be promise hot takes, so here we are. The shortest man on our team at, at a solid 5'7". He's going to be our header king. You I mean, can't shit, measure if, height, but if, you can if, measure if, heart. If Rivera oh, is unavailable to play net that night, let's have Robbie throw in there too while we're at it. Yeah. Or Burke. He's our second shortest, 5'8". But yeah. <laughs> All right. I love this. Um... You've, you've been working on one beer the um, entire time. Yeah, just... I'm going to say Dequa will get double-double. Oh. He did it last year. He'll do it again. Give Dequa a 10 and 10. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, it's got to be Dequa. It's got to be Chico. It's got to be big Dequa energy. That is your double-double guy. I think it's going to be closer to like 14 and 10. He's going to do 14, 15 goals maybe, and at least 10, 11 assists. So, so mark we, it down. Are we changing it to Big Chico Energy? Big Chico Energy. I like that. I can run with are Big we Chico. Out, are we throwing that on the shirt? 
yeah. big Chico energy. I don't think there's any trademarks in, like, on that. We can print a t-shirt. Like some big phallic design just to keep the joke going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. I like Two that. Two soccer balls and Chico in the middle. <laughs> for the double-double. <laughs> um, from what I see, I don't think anyone had a double-double last year. They did not. No, I don't believe there was. Didn't? No. no. I didn't think so. was 11-4. and four. Yeah. Who am I thinking Sister of? This one was 12-6. and six. I was going to say Russ was probably the closest. Yeah, but no, no one was actually that I, close. I must have misread a, uh, a USL Tactics preview. I'm blaming John for this shit. <laughs> Watch what you say there, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would never mean that, John. I love you. But you fucked up maybe, man. All right, <laughs> so who wants to kick off question number six? Steel Army Player of the Year Award is going to be going to Danny Rivera. Whoa. Danny, in my opinion, being the second longest tenured player on this team, I don't think he gets it strictly just based on his performance on the field. He gets it based on the fact that he's an awesome fucking dude. And that's all I'm going to say about that, and we're going to throw it over to Vesti. You always throw it over to me when I don't have the mic. <laughs> I know I'm keeping you on your toes. Um, I'm going probably pretty out of left field just because I want to see a position get this award other than striker in midfield, and I'm going with Jamali Waite. I think he's going to keep us in a lot of games this year. Good shout. I, I, I can tell ball. him being my number two. It's an interesting choice. I like it. I am going to go with the hometown kid and Robert. Robbie Mertz going to bring it home. Yeah, the guy who you just said is going to get facts, 10 out of 10. Facts, but that's such a top-out answer. No, Robbie but, no it's not. Yeah, but, it but you also know the, you know the electorate, right? Yeah. If he's borderline the best player of the year, just the fact that he's from here, he's going to win it. Yeah. I think he's been on a ballot a couple times and hasn't won it, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember, honestly. For, he was I, on the ballot this year. Yeah. Every player's on the ballot every year. I guess that, you know what? Actually, yeah, you're right. That was kind of a dumb statement. <laughs> All right, I retract that. We can edit that out later. And post. Do not edit this out. No, I'll, I will, I'm going to go Mertz as well. And this, I, I'll, I'll die on this hill a little bit. I think for, and let's take the big picture here. We all see the writing on the wall that Forbes is transitioning into a post-playing career. Clipboard Kenny. Clipboard Kenny is going to be in full, you know, it's a shame because I was, I was as, as pumped as I, as I was to see uh, Kerr get the all-time appearance record. Now we're getting close to Kenny getting there and he's going to need this season and next and it's probably going to end up falling short, which is going to make me sad. But the transition of, of the captaincy is now coming. It's, it's, even though that Bob really doesn't give a shit about the captain, um, it's, it's going to be a transition. This is a year for Robbie Mertz to step up. I think he's, he's uh, now married. He's kind of settling into Pittsburgh. I, as much as I, I wish he could have seen his MLS aspirations go a little bit further, it looks like those are uh, they've hit, hit the wall. So uh, it is time for him to, to put down his Pittsburgh roots, go full Yinzer, he, he's going to, uh, if he likes it or not, is, is going to become the face of this, of this franchise, of this club, excuse me. Uh, and he's going to be the captain of this team probably starting next year, I would imagine. And 
it is time for him to he had very very good years his his kind of ghost stat numbers are very very good they were a little bit stronger with Atlanta's portion of the year than he was with Pittsburgh but you know that could be part of uh, just moving back into you know, kind of the transition back to Pittsburgh midseason but I think Mertz even if it, they don't come out in, in goals and assists in those type of top level stats this is going to be the year for Robbie Mertz to, to break out uh, kind of be again as I said the, the faces of this club going into 2024 he's going to wear the armband next year and the motherfucker's going to step up and he's going to be your player of the year this year Robbie Mertz there's my call Ariana close this out all right. <laughs> no pressure. I, like every other question, I also had two answers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make a make a choice on this one. Ooh, player of the year is gonna be Junior. Whoa. Oh my god! Did Logan, you write you that f- down in pencil or pen? Because <laughs> she's gonna want to change that. <laughs> no, it's pen. <laughs> yeah, uh, Logan, you've been replaced for uh, for the host of takes. Um, Hope you're enjoying getting ready to talk to lawyers tomorrow, man. I had to have someone here making the yes. hottest of takes. Hey, we were asking for hot uh, takes, and you have certainly delivered. And yeah. I think you've been working on... Your toes on. are on fire. This is only <laughs> your first beer, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I, I don't... I'm not a big drinker, but I did have caffeine before I got here, which is somewhat dangerous this late in the evening. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a safe answer, and then I had a not-so-safe answer. And that What's was the safe answer? answer? Edward Kizza. He was my answer for everything. But I'm a big fan of him. Uh, I, think, I think we all are. Dream, dream killer? The is that Birmingham what you call him? Dream, the Birmingham dream killer. BDK. Mm-hmm. That's also going on a t-shirt. Yeah. Especially when we it does We have a lot of t-shirts to make. Why do we not have this in, in the conversation for t-shirts? Yeah. Wrestling size. Yeah. No, I, I want I want the, the TIFO for when they come, when Birmingham comes here. I want... Uh, well, you can't give it away. I'm you can't talk TIFO. Okay. <laughs> I've said enough. I'm here for it. Strike that from the... BDK, HBK. Let's get it done. Absolutely. We got Nick Benino back at the Penguins. I mean, we're already halfway there. Yeah. Or at third. (laughs) Sadly, I don't make TIFOs anymore. (laughs) You make it sound like you've been kicked out of the process. (laughs) Once you leave the family, you're you're dead. (laughs) Never turn your back on the family. Well, kids, uh, we, we somehow got our ass through 17 questions in an hour and 34 minutes. So we, we blew past that, that 120 mark. Less than I thought, actually. Yeah, actually, that was that was a, that was a, a tidy 134. The worst part is you forgot to hit the record button. I've been looking at that thing the whole time. Shit. <laughs> um, this was fun. This was, uh, yeah. this was damn good. Uh, uh, Ariana, thank you for the for some some hot 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 takes. Always. Uh, even if even if one of those comes true, uh, <laughs> that means the Hounds have had a fucking amazing season. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pat, we'll take it around the horn for for final thoughts, and we'll close our, our first ever live in person drinking some beers uh, podcast. We'll take it to a close. Storino. Final thoughts, uh, anything jump out of the page uh, for you in terms of uh, anyone's predictions or final thoughts on the season? Uh, no, not really. I'm just curious to see the other two guys that did not show up tonight's uh, predictions to see if they're in line with 
Ariana's like psychotic answers for some of these questions. I was hoping they would they would submit them before we got here, but that has not happened. No, they haven't submitted. And I think I think uh, Seth forgot about it, so I actually sent them a reminder to fill it out so it can be sent to you before you actually publish this, so they can listen and get their answers in after the fact. So Logan and Seth, if you're listening to this and you didn't send in your answers to the questions, you both suck. I mean, I'm just, I'm checking. I'll, I'll, I don't think they've sent anything in yet, so. No, I don't believe so. Yak, what's your, how, how do you, first, how do you think this went tonight? Did, was this, was this good? Was this, was this crappy? This, this went well, honestly. I was a little nervous coming in. I didn't know how weird it would look as we just set up shop here in the Hitchhiker Brewery, but. That's why you do it on Tuesday. It went well. Um, today I learned, looking at this handy-dandy roster, thank you, Ariana, just to point out how much of a young man's game the USL Championship is, there are three total players older than me on the Riverhounds roster signed as of this date. Junior Eto, who is 28, Joe Farrell, who is also 28, and Kenny Forbes, who is 34. Please don't say that number like that. There is only one player on the roster that is older than me. There is none older than me and God, none, none for you, God I think. God bless Kenny Forbes. Still doing it. Still kicking ass. Please never leave us. Uh, well well put, Yak. Vesti, uh, uh, we talked about doing this podcast uh, over a year ago. We had dreams of doing... Had dreams. Dreams and aspirations of doing one in a bar. Here we are. Was it, was it all you thought it could be? Yeah, I think it went well. Uh, I am looking forward to doing this for like after a game where it's less uh, structured with questions. I think it could be. Uh, it, yeah, in much more alcohol. Yeah, field, we, we need to make sure we get here an hour before we actually sit record, uh, so we can get some more Sterino tangents a little earlier in the show. But, Absolutely, because uh, I think his place closes at nine, and it's nine oh three. I am hoping the taco truck out front did not go away yet. They're definitely gone. They're definitely gone because I don't Son see them anymore bitch. through the glass. Because I was looking at them a little while ago. Wow, wow. But yeah, went well. Look forward to doing it again. Cool. You want last chance? You want to walk back any of your takes, or you just, <laughs> you're just going to keep no, them where they are? In stone, right now. Um, I think this was probably the most fun I've ever had recording Houncy, which. Isn't saying much. I've only ever recorded what, like... <laughs> wait, no, 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 let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> I've only ever recorded four, I think. So I, I don't have much houndsy experience under my belt. That's not, not where that was. But um, I, think, I think definitely think we 15, should do it again. I believe, is where I'm at. I think now that we have some uh, alcohol partnerships uh, oh. at Quantum Spirits, at Narcissi Wines... We could make some trips out to their uh, locations and form. Oh yeah! By the way, we, we might have a, we might have an alcohol sponsor for the podcast now. Yes. Hey yo! Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, oh wait a minute! Takes. That didn't go. Hot yeah, takes! It didn't right. go everywhere. We'll talk about that off mic. Yeah. But I definitely think. <laughs> I like how you two turn around to look I where there's no mics. <laughs> one thing that we could add is uh, the not two other that people I'm missing. Open to this, yes, more people. Um, but I think it'd be funny if we filmed, <laughs> posted on YouTube. Some of us no, have no, really no, funny no, facial no. expressions. No. Looking at uh, everyone no. around this table. Uh, it's not as funny. 
<laughs> I'll take it. Uh, this will be my last health depot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I'm here for it. Uh, I think this was this was really fun, um, and I think that it's a little bit more organic when we can see and react to each other's vibes in person. Um, so I enjoyed this. I'm just here for the beer. Yeah, I mean, I, also I, true. Yeah, recording a podcast was coincidental. Real quick <laughs> shout out too to USL Tactics. You do an excellent job. USL Bets. You were on the show last night. Great job on that as well. Shout out to Mongols because they always give us a shout out. I don't think we shout them enough. Shout out to Yost being on Mongols yesterday, just randomly hopping on <laughs> in the background while he picked up these microphones. I had to pick up these Thank microphones, you, yes. Josh, for the microphones because that was nice of you to lend it to us. And, I'm not uh, sure how much he lent. He may not tease it back. I'm just saying. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> well, Sorry regardless, appreciate the uh, appreciate the mics. Yeah. And, uh, and that's Hitchhiker. All. Yeah, and a shout, shout out, out to, to Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. I don't know that we ever name dropped where we actually are recording from. Did you say that at the beginning? It was literally uh, the first four words, live to tape from Hitchhiker Brewing in Sharpsburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay, yeah, I wasn't listening. Sorry. Fair enough. But they're, they're, they've left us alone, and they've gave, they, they gave us a really nice corner to, to record in, so yeah. quiet. And I, was, I, I have some names to drop uh, in the outro here, yeah. so let's, uh, I'll right. get to doing that right Tailgate now. Tailgate zone again. Yeah, uh, new uh, new parking setup as well, but we'll we'll save that. We'll, that'll be reaction after the let's first get out of here. Yeah. yeah, let's get the hell out of here. <sighs> We'd like to thank the beautiful Game Network for providing the online hosting of Houndsy. Check out the wealth of soccer content being produced weekly at bgn.fm. The Houndsy theme music was composed and performed by Rocketman and Space Babies. Check them out at facebook.com/spacebabiespgh. The show is produced by Joe Majorak. Email the show at pghsteelarmy at gmail.com and put podcasts in the subject line. The next person do, who does that will be the first. <laughs> All complaints about the show can be sent to nick.noble at mail.wvu.edu. You definitely need to send that guy some email. We didn't play him in the preseason this year, which made me sad. Oh, no. Yeah, no. we didn't get to see Noble this year. Fucking sucks. Hey, thank you to Gary and Dale from Hitchhiker Brewery for hosting us tonight. On behalf of Ariana, Yak, Vestia, and Storino, I'm Dan Yost. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again soon.